Hey guys, welcome back to another Cardinals Update podcast presented by me, Cardinals Update, or Jesus, or Duke, you know, whatever you want to call me. And basically, what we're going to be talking about today is just a quick little episode on should the Arizona Cardinals trade for Hassan Reddick? I know it was a big thing this weekend and earlier this week about Hassan Reddick coming back to the Arizona Cardinals where he, he was originally drafted. And we're just going to sort of talk about it, see if it's within the timetable of what the Arizona Cardinals are doing right now, if it fits what Hassan Reddick, you know, what his, you think his needs are or what he should be looking for at this point of his career. And ultimately, if it'll be a good fit for both sides, obviously from a scheme standpoint, it'd be a great fit just because, you know, Hassan, he had his best year last year under Jonathan Gannon when he was his main edge rusher and he just had a, a pro bowl, you know, all pro type year. And he was one of the best edge rushers in the league for that Philly defense that went all the way to the Super Bowl. So from a scheme standpoint, I think, you know, everything would be great. There's not going to be any problems there. He'll come in and just fit, you know, right in uh, as a main edge rusher. And then having someone like a Zayvon Collins or a BJ Ojolari on the other side, just switching in and out and just having a big rotation of guys. He's that alpha. I, I don't know if you guys remember me talking about a few podcasts ago where a few episodes ago where. It was basically how I was saying you need an alpha on that defensive line edge, you know, position, someone that's able to, you know, take heavy snaps and also just be that guy on defense that's able to get a turnover, that's able to get sacks, that's able to, you know, get strip sacks, you know, stuff like that. Also, you need uh, an alpha on the quarterback position in the quarterback room. They're just able to, you know, cover another team's number one guy, you know, maybe and not it might not be prime Patrick Peterson where he's covering and shutting them down all game long but you just need an alpha in that cornerback room and also an edge rusher slash defensive line room and Hassan Reddick would be that he would be that alpha you know type player that comes in and just helps his defense you know go go and jump levels ahead and go beyond what they were right now um so kind of setting the timeline for you guys I, I, I'm sure you guys have seen it but if you guys haven't seen it it was originally, you know, Sunday morning, I believe, where it was Ian Rappaport, you know, he, he tweeted out there where he said Hassan Reddick was given permission to seek a trade by the Eagles organizations. And whenever that came out, you know, everyone was saying, oh, you know, you know how it is on, on, on social media where it's like, oh, you know, he should go here, he should go there. But, you know, there was a strong interest, you know, from the Arizona Cardinals just because, you know, I mean, just from a fan's perspective, you know, him coming home where he was originally drafted, it just, you know, it always makes sense for guys, you know, sometimes they leave after they were drafted, you know, they, they still have a little bit, you know, left in the tank, maybe they're still an elite player, and, you know, coming home for a reunion is, is always a great story, but, you know, originally everyone was thinking, you know, what's happening behind the scenes, you know, the Eagles, are they just falling apart, are they transitioning into a new, a new era where they kind of want to just get rid of, like, a lot of the older guys that kind of resemble that that Super Bowl run with with the Jonathan Gannon and, and a Shane Steichen trying to get rid of, you know, those guys that kind of, you know, could be still wanting the the, the, the old regime and just doesn't fit maybe what they want to do in the future. You know, they, they have a lot of older players on defense, you know, some older players on offense. So maybe they're just trying to transition to a, a new stage. Maybe they want to keep some of their old guys like a Jason Kelsey, like a like a Lane Johnson, like a um uh, what's their D tackle's name? Uh, Fletcher Cox. Maybe they want to keep those guys, you know, have them retire as Eagles. But once they retire, they want to flip a whole new regime and just get a, lo a lot of young players in. So maybe that could be an option. But, 
you know, no one really understood what happened just because, it, it, you know, it was Super Bowl Sunday. You don't know what was going on. It just happened out of nowhere that he was, quote unquote, available for a trade or seeking out a trade. So a lot of people were just speculating what was happening. Maybe, you know, he just fell in like at with the Eagles. Maybe they just didn't see eye to eye on a couple things. But anyways, so on Tuesday, you know, a couple of days later, um, my guy, Jordan Schultz, he, he's, a, he's a pretty good friend of mine online. And he says that he had a conversation with Hassan Reddick and he said that, you know, in, in Hassan's words, that he never asked for a trade. And it's just a matter of fact that there is no guarantees left in this contract. So from what Jordan Schultz said and from what um, Ian Rappaport said, I'm pretty sure it probably went along the lines of Hassan Reddick going to the Eagles front office and asking them, you know, since he has no guarantees left in this contract, I was looking through his contract on, on Spotrek and his cap hit right now, I think is around 21.3 million. But after uh, or before the 2024 season, which is right now, um, he has a potential out or a potential cut where he has no guaranteed money. So basically what that means is if the Eagles trade him or if, or if he gets injured or, if, you know, whatever happens, if he gets cut, the Eagles basically have no money tied to him in a base salary. So everything right now is based on if he's in the roster, if he if he has different incentives that he could hit, if he has workout bonuses. So just different things like that is is what's going to give him his money right now. Nothing of just a base salary. And, you know, that could be, you know, and just uh, so many different things that happen. Maybe they move money around to try and, you know, save money on years before or save money, you know, this year, give him his money up front and. This is a bat, uh, this is a front loaded contract that he's signed, you know, in free agency two, three years ago. That now he's in the back half of it and he just has no guaranteed money left. So he's probably, you know, going to the front office and asking them, hey, if you guys kind of like what, what happened with Buddha Baker, if you guys remember, he had no basically guaranteed money left and he went into money also for and just told him, hey, you know, if you guys, you know, you guys want to give me my, my money, but if not, you know, if you're not going to give me my money in, in, in a guaranteed contract or in guaranteed base salary, then go ahead and trade me. So just kind of, kind of playing hardball with the front with the front office. I think that's something ha that happened with um, Hassan Reddick and the Eagles organization where he probably went up to him and saying, hey, you know, I don't have any money left on my contract. I don't have a guaranteed money. Everything's like workout bonus, roster bonuses and stuff like that. You know, maybe we could put some of that money from a signing uh, from a a contract to a signing bonus stuff like that so you get some money but you know ultimately they probably told him along the lines of hey you know we still have you under contract for like a year or two so if you don't like it you know go find a trade if you, if you want to find something like that so you know kind of the front office and the and hassan reddick's people kind of playing hardball there but ultimately i think you know with hassan you know being drafted here in arizona him, you know, having those first couple years, you know, going from inside linebacker to an off-ball linebacker to an edge rusher. I think the whole thing is, you know, ultimately, I don't think he he, he would be a good fit here in Arizona. Um, just for the fact that he is 29, you know, 30 years old. He's, he's going to go into his year 30 season, I think, in 2024. And, and, you know, he's his cap hit is 21.3 mil right now. Obviously, there's no guaranteed money. But, you know, if a team is going to trade for him, you know, first of all, it's going to be the compensation. So what are you going to give the Philadelphia Eagles to trade for Hassan Reddick? In my opinion, 
he's one of the better, you know, edge rushers in the league right now. I think, like I said, in the beginning, he fits perfectly what Jonathan Gannon wants to do in his scheme. So, you know, from that point, it, it'll be great. But ultimately, you know, what are you going to send? I'm sure they're going to want draft picks. They're not going to want, you know, it's going to be a player swap or stuff like that. And it's going to be ultimately draft picks. And what do you see Hassan Reddick, you know, him being 29 years old? What do you see his compensation being? What do you see his future as? Obviously, he is signed for another, I think, two years and maybe rework that contract. But if you're going to send, I have no idea, maybe a second round pick, do you think that you get someone cheaper younger in a second round pick maybe the guy out of missouri maybe a guy like chop robinson out of penn state you think those guys could you know be solid starters plus maybe maybe um fringe pro bowlers maybe you could you know john again he sees a guy like a chop robinson that has you know all the physical traits but none of the none of the coaching things that he can instill in him maybe he sees someone like that that's ultimately better in the second round than paying Hassan Reddick, you know, 20, 25 mil, 30 mil. You know, you don't know what type of money he's asking for. But if you do trade for him, you're going to you're going to change his contract just because that's one of the reasons why he left Philly. So I, I wouldn't do it unless it's like a steal of a trade. Maybe if you get him for like a day three pick. But I don't think the Eagles are going to do that. I think the Eagles view him as uh, as a great, you know, edge rusher, one of the top edge rushers. And someone that's a cog in their defense that, uh, that makes that defense go. And ultimately, I think, you know, they'll probably be looking for a first, maybe a second round pick, maybe a combination of a couple second rounds, maybe a couple third rounds. But ultimately, I think that price right now for what the Cardinals need is just too high. If it was a year later, maybe we're going to the 2025, 2026 season, and, you know, we've had a playoff berth and we just need an edge guy that's like, you know, that's still an elite level edge guy, maybe a little bit older, maybe a little bit more expensive, but I can help you win right now. Then I think that that trade would be great just because your second round pick would be a late second round pick. Your, your third round pick would be a late third round pick or a combination of that. You know, I think you would make that trade then, but right now with the way things are going, you, you just need guys at so many different levels of this team that I, I just don't think it'll be a, a great move to to trade for Hassan Reddick. You know, if you do send a second round pick, I think the second round pick could be a guy, you know, you, you've seen with Monty Austin for, I think that could be a guy that could ultimately become a, a starter and a plus starter at that. Maybe, you know, he's, a, you know, a captain. Maybe he's uh, on a fringe Pro Bowl guy. Maybe, you know, he, he's maybe, he maybe not, might not be Hassan Reddick where he's a great edge defender. You know, he has, you know, 14, 15, 18 sacks when he was with John Gannon, but he'll, he'll be a guy that gets you 10, 12 sacks and is a rotation guy that you ultimately need to, you know, in the meat of the roster to build this team. And I think that is more valuable right now to the Cardinals and to the team than what Hassan Reddick could bring, you know, trade wise and also just uh, uh, salary cap wise. I think ultimately that's why they would just say no at this point. Um, you know, someone like uh, uh, Brian Burns is is younger. You know, you, you'll have him for a longer time and he kind of fits what you'll need in terms of uh, an alpha edge rusher and, and in terms of, you know, the timeline of him being 24, 25 years old and, you know, spending his prime, you know, 25, 26, 27, 28 um years you know his his prime athletic years here in Arizona to help you you know make a playoff push help you 
you know, win some divisions, maybe win some championships. And that's hopefully the goal that you have right now. I think just Hassan, he's a little too old. And unfortunately, he just wasn't able to stay in Arizona at when, you know, when he was drafted. I think the Cardinals at that point, they just mess around with him too much. You know, Steve Kime wanted him to be an inside linebacker. And at that point, Bruce Arians kind of had him as, as an edge rusher, kind of like a 3-4 outside linebacker, pass rusher type. And then the, you know, Bruce Arian retires and then you have a whole new uh, a regime with Steve Wilkes. They want him to be an inside linebacker, off-ball linebacker. And then he leaves after one season and you have Kingsbury in here with, with Steve Wilkes. And he, you know, can't, he has one or two years with him and just can't really get the ball going because he's an inside linebacker. But then his final year, you move him to edge rusher and he has five, six, seven sacks against the, the Giants his, his final year in Arizona. And you're wondering, you know, do we sign him? You already declined his fifth-year option. Um, is he a guy that becomes ultimately a great edge rusher, or is it just because, you know, circumstance, you know, Chandler Jones went down, he was playing a lot of of uh, pass rush snaps, and he just, you know, was someone that on, on the contract year he just bought out. So they ultimately just betted on the side that he just bought out, and he went to the Panthers for a one-year deal, you know, played great edge rusher for them, and then ultimately signed his big contract with the Eagles. So I think it just, unfortunately, just it isn't in the timeline for the Cardinals or Hassan Reddick either. I think I don't think Hassan Reddick would want to go to back to Arizona on a rebuilding team again, and just you know, kind of feels like you know, with Philadelphia, you're able to play for a playoff spot. You know, they, they're still a great team, no matter you know what happens. They still have great players all around that team. I, I think he'll, they'll be on in contention for the playoffs. You know, no, no matter what, instead of him coming to Arizona where. You hope to be in the playoff race, but ultimately you don't know how this free agency, how this draft class comes out. And you don't know, you have more questions for the Cardinals in 2024 than what you would have with the Eagles. Obviously the Eagles, they have their own issues, but at that point, you know, they're fighting for the NFC East title. They're fighting for second place in NFC East. So they're going to be one of the top two teams um, in the NFC East. And then in the NFC in general, they'll either be, you know, uh, a division winner or there be a wild card so for him it's best if he stays in philadelphia he says you know he tweeted out himself philadelphia is home that's where he went you know for college and temple it's close by and he just ultimately loves philly you know it's his hometown and i think just in general it's just not going to be a good fit right now for you know the type of money the type of draft capital that you're going to give up to him for him I think Monty loves his draft picks, and I don't think it's going to be just for anyone he'll just give up a draft pick for. And then also the the $20, $25 million cap hit that he's going to have. Obviously, he's going to want a new contract, and just giving him that money right now just doesn't make sense. You know, for $25 million, you get two solid, great players that just play maybe edge, maybe corner, you know, maybe defensive line. Maybe, you know, you get a guard, um, an offensive lineman. That money could be allocated different ways instead of just one guy that just doesn't fit your timeline right now. Unfortunately, that's how it is. That's how I see it. But obviously, you know, you guys might have different um, opinions on it. And if you do, you know, feel free to send me a DM. Feel free to, to at me on, on Twitter, you, you know, DM me on Instagram, you know, whatever, wherever you guys find me. Or leave a comment, you know, what you guys think, you know, maybe you guys see it differently. Maybe you see, you know, Hassan, he's an edge rusher and edge rushers, you know, they stay great, you know, well into their 30s, maybe 32, 33, you know, edge rushers are still solid. So maybe you do see his timeline fitting up with what we need. You know, he's a veteran, you know, with, 
you know, with, with that leadership, maybe it's something that the Cardinals need. If you guys have those opinions and stuff like that, feel free to reach out to me, you know, leave it, you know, leave a comment, leave a review and, you know, talk about that. You know, I'll, you know, if I see something like that, uh, and you bright guys bring up a good point, I'll bring it up in the next episode. So that's all I have for you guys right now. You know, I thank you so much for guys, uh, for you guys, you know, listening in with me and yeah, if you guys have any other things, just shoot me a, a DM, you know, tweet me and I'll make sure to answer back to you. Thank you guys.